for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everything. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 40 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Episode 40. 40. Going strong. Three months away from one year of doing the podcast. We're over the hill. Yep, yep. Well, before we get into the the goods this week, I'm going to give out our information. I know everybody loves that part. The 411. I hear all the time, oh man, I love when you guys spend an inordinate You know what, Pause and Will, I can't wait to hear you give the information roll. Like, that's what I look forward to every week. I stop listening. That's my favorite email. All right, well. Uh, if you want to like us on Facebook, you can at facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Vader Nick asked me if we had a Facebook page, and I immediately blanked. I was like, yes. Yes, we do have a Facebook page. I know because I've been there. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at Blue Harvest Pod. And you can email us like our buddy Joe did this week at Blue Harvest Podcast. First of all, finish. At gmail.com. First of all, finish. I did not mean to interrupt you, <laughs> by the way. Uh, and now I can't remember what I was going to say. Could you believe that? There's something I was Total saying. blank in the memory. Our what buddy did you Joe, say? I said our buddy oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. I was just going to thank Joe for sending us an email. Yeah. I really like and we'll get to, to hear that. from our fans and respond to that stuff. So thank you for the email. We'll, uh, we'll get to that in just a second. How's your week been, buddy? Uh, it's been hectic and crazy. I hear you. I've been trying to recover from Pensacon all week and yeah. do a shit ton of work. Somehow I managed not to get like con flu. You're going to have to give us the Pensacon rundown. <laughs> I'll give a, a pretty short one and then we'll get to Joe's email. Okay. So Pensacon, really good like it is every year. It's I really like that convention. Why, Granted, Why do you like it? Well, um, I say I like it because I go and I have a, a good time every year. Uh, my cousin lives in Pensacola, so it's nice to see her and her kids. Right. Um, oh, I have something I got to play for you. Okay. Uh, my goddaughter, Taylor, uh, she's in a uh, band. She's like six, in sixth grade. Yeah. And she plays saxophone. Nice. And like she, she kept saying she wanted me to hear her play saxophone. You know what she played? The Star Wars theme. She sure did. Yeah, that's a good niece. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll play that here in a second. I, I uh, recorded her doing it. Um, Your goddaughter. Yes, and uh, I meant I can't really compare it to any other cons because Pensacon's the only con I've ever been to. I've been all three years that they've done it, but I've never been to any other convention. I'd like to, I'd like to see what else is out there, but um, I'd like to really go good. to Dragon Con. Yeah, Dragon Comic Con would be cool. Yeah, I think those are really the. I mean, I'm sure I'm probably missing some. I'm um, sure there are lots of other cons that I don't even know about mm-hmm. that are awesome. I'm sure, there's one in Atlanta. Besides Dragon Con. Yeah, Dragon Con's close enough to us to where it's not like that big of a trip. I mean, it's even closer than Pensacola. And Pensacola's not a bad drive at all. No. It's like a little under four hours. Yeah. So uh, we got there Thursday, which was the night before the con started. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to stop by and um, 
uh, pick up our passes early. Yeah. And they started giving them out at like six. And we pulled up a huge fucking line already. Whoa. And Jesse was like, let's go eat somewhere. Let's go get something to eat. And when we come back, maybe the line will go down. Nope. Guess what? That line was longer because the entire time we were eating, their printers were down. So they couldn't print like labels for the the badges and stuff. And then we proceeded to sit in line for the longest line I've ever been in. I'm sure people are like, fuck that. You've never been in a Comic-Con line. I think we were in line for two hours waiting to just pick up our passes for the next day. What? I'm telling you, man, it took forever. And then it was got to be a better way. I think they got real backed up because of their stuff going down and having tech problems. I mean, the line was just long. It's not like it stood still. We were constantly moving, it felt like. It just just took forever. Was everybody there before the time that you could get the passes? I don't know if people lined up early or or what. Because like I said, we got there a little after 6 when they started passing them out. So, yeah. But we finally got our passes and... You know, I was like, was this worth it? Should we have just come up and picked them up the next day, like the first day of the con? I doubt it, dude. If the line then was that bad. No. When we pulled up the first day of the con and parked, there was a line that, like, wrapped almost two blocks, it seemed like. It was so long. Like, this is how long the line was. We immediately went inside because we already had our passes. Like, as soon as the door opened, we were inside. And... Went out on the vendor floor, looked all around at Star Wars stuff. I was really hoping to find some newer Black Series. Nowhere to be found. Wow. On that uh, on that aspect, it was kind of a bust. But only, I mean, it wasn't like that ruined the con. It was just, I figured if there was anywhere I would find some of these newer Black Series figures, it would be at a con. Right. I didn't see any of the ones in the red package. Old ones, new ones, anything. I guess that just reinforces their rarity. That, and I don't know if maybe, like, we don't get as frequent shipments around here in this area. Or maybe it's because it's still in the regions. I don't know, but it's it's becoming pretty frustrating because I got a little spoiled with the whole Force Friday thing. Going to a place where nobody went and being able to pick up that whole first wave of the new Black Series figures in one go didn't have to go hunting for him the second wave came out and i got fairly lucky and found it pretty much right away at that same walmart right since i found that wave the phasma wave podameron those nowhere the third and fourth wave nowhere to be seen nowhere to be seen around here it is post christmas yeah and but still like a, and i look we go out looking you and do, you hunt i hunt like that's good and still can't find them so I wish they'd get their act together and make it. I understand wanting there to be, you know, some products or, or figures that are a little harder to find because that appeals to the collector's market. But still, it shouldn't be this hard to find. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every every single figure from a wave is this hard to find? Yeah. There's so many of them that I've just not seen because, like, I've never seen a General Hux Black I'm getting off on a fucking rant about the Black Series. Steve is going to be fast-forwarding through this part. God damn it, Hall's in his black, his fucking Star Wars figures. <laughs> <clears throat> Setting it to two times but speed. So anyway, what I was saying is, yeah, get there. Uh, Rapid talk through that. Little black, little black series. Well, <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. Um, so uh, we we were probably inside for two hours, dicking around on the the vendor floor, and then went outside. And people I saw in line. When we first went in, still in line. Nowhere near the counter to pick up their passes. What? Yeah, man. I can only imagine if you had a Friday-only pass and showed up mid-afternoon, you're like, oh, I'm not getting in today. Like, when we left that afternoon, there was still a pretty substantial line going. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's a big event, man. A lot of people show up. What time did you leave? So, the doors opened at... 12 or 1. Yeah. And we probably left at 4. Yeah. After the first day. So we were there four hours, maybe closer to 5 when we left because that's also the day we met Jason Mears. And we had to stand in line a little bit for that. Right. Nothing too bad. Um, And then, you know, every day, Saturday and Sunday, the line was crazy. So Sunday wasn't too bad, but Saturday, the line was pretty kicking too. That's when most people go is on Saturday because kids are out of school. Yeah. And, 
all that. Friday, that's if you're going to go to one of those big three day cons. From my experience, my limited experience, Friday and Saturday or Sunday are like the days to go. Yeah, because there's not as many people there. Saturday was fun. Um, we went to this fucking okay. So, you know, there was a lot of the mall rats cast there. Yeah, uh, they had a um a '90s party downtown at this bar or group of bars called Seville Quarter. Yeah. Seville Quarter. So my cousin, her husband, Jesse, and I got an Uber from her house, went down to Seville Quarter on Friday night. Nice. And they were doing a screening of Mall Rats, right? Yeah. So I was like, fuck yeah. Go watch uh, Mall Rats with the cast, have a couple of drinks, hang out with my family. That's cool. We get there. And I'm thinking, okay, so this is a quote-unquote Pensacon party. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be my tribe. It's going to be a bunch of nerds. Fuck yeah. No. What? Bunch of fucking douches. Like how? Like. Hipsters? or No, no. Like like anime Japan No, 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 no. No, not no. Because I would say that's a Pensacon crowd. And I'd be like, oh, check it out. It's the anime kids. I'd have been stoked to see a fucking furry at this point. What? Yeah, Who, I mean, wait, it, hold on. Who is there that this... Yuppies. Yuppies. Fucking, like, uh, I don't know, man. Polo, so, Sperry wearing I mean, yeah, I don't want to break it all down to what they were wearing. It was more how, like, they just, just acted. To, but, yeah, that I'm kind of, like, boat dads. Boat Dad. people. Okay, yeah. You know, I like a fucking boat, but Kinda you know like boat people. Preps, like... And then soccer moms and yeah. shit. And there was this band playing, right? And this band, like, I knew I was going to dislike it when I came in, and they were doing um, that song, I'm Horny, Let's Do It, Ride It, My Pony. You know that song? Oh, yeah. From back in the... Ni- they were doing all 90s songs, because it's a 90 party. Right. But they were doing, like, the Puddle of Mud version. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was awful. And and like other people were like, "Oh, this isn't that bad." And I was like, "Oh, this is bad." And the only place uh, uh like that where, where where we could sit was directly in front of the stage. So it's not just bad, it's extremely loud and bad. And large and, and in I'm your face. And I'm fucking sucking down old fashions trying to just make it bearable, and it's not helping. It's not helping. And like, uh, so we finally figured out where in this bar or this series of bars the screening was going on. By the time we found it, there was only like six people watching and the movie was almost over. Oh my God. Yeah, man. Not the greatest time. And I was like, oh, this was a bust. That was the only part of Pensacon that was a bust was the one quote unquote Pensacon party we went to, which I think we just went to the wrong one. Like I should have gone to the fucking star Wars party or the Harry Potter party. The fucking my little pony party would have been better than <laughs> oh, that shit. No. I would have, I would have been like, Ugh. yes, let's go watch some bronies. Bunch of dudes in fedoras. <laughs> and like, uh, they were like uh, drunk ladies dancing. And like this one lady had her hands down the back of some dude's shorts, checking his oil. Oh. And me and uh, my cousin Brooks, husband, Keith, we're just crack, but cracking up like how she's going to wake up all hung over the next to- next day and be like, why is my why is my hand smell bad? That's awful. Oh, it was bad, man. Like, and I didn't want to seem like a stick in the mud, but like I got no time. Like, ain't nobody got time. <laughs> and like, they had a p- piano bar. You know, they're part of these bars were a piano bar, and everybody's talking about how much they love piano bars. And we pass by, and this thing is literally packed to the gills with douches and they're like shoulder dancing you know what i'm talking about shoulder they're sitting with their drinks in their hands shoulder dancing you know what i mean and the piano bar is playing this is how we do it oh man not my scene i was like oh oh god and then when we're fucking leaving i i'm (laughs) so like they're like there's this dude that works for these bars and I guess their uniform are like black pants and like a fucking what looks like a pirate shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. a frilly white shirt. All right. And I guess Jesse, Jesse's pushing me in my chair. And I guess she bumped into his feet. And he was like, ow, my fucking foot. Like got real rude with us and shit. Yeah. I was done. I was done. I ordered another Uber. And I was like, let's go back. Let's go drink at Brooke's house. Yeah. Anything but this. I'm sorry. That's an awful yeah. con party experience the only con i've ever been to was i went to a star trek con when i was oh really kid. yeah how was that it was cool nice I, well, was like, it in huntsville yeah it was <laughs> that's cool 
I don't want to trump. I'm not trying to no, man. trump your story. I, so, you know, we spent the rest of the weekend going back every day and just the con. It was great seeing my family and, and their kids was great. Just the only little speed bump was how awful that that party was. Well, it sounds like it was a great experience. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, the con itself is great. I think. Uh, Pick me up a sweet piece of art that is awesome. It's a cowboy bebop print. Yeah, man. I saw it's that and I was like, oh, tight. Will will like that. You will will I like will. that. I would awesome i'm gonna frame it um thank you and uh yeah i did some some collectibles hunting since i couldn't find really any of the um and you got this really pimp yeah japanese <laughs> samurai series of figures that i'm really jealous like talk yeah. about i'm not a guy that collects figures but these figures i would very much like to have i got the i've, I've had the vader for a while they're called i don't want to say it wrong i'm gonna excuse me if i fuck this up but it's bandai Tamashi Nations, I believe, is the line of figures. And they've done a Vader. Uh, right. the, well, they've done two types of Vader. They've done a Stormtrooper and Boba Fett. Now I have Vader. And I picked up a Stormtrooper and Boba Fett at Pensacon. And, man, they're probably my favorite pieces of my Star Wars collection currently. They're so cool. There's so much detail. They're really some of the first super high-end. Not super high. I don't want to say super high-end because there's some crazy high-end stuff. There's some of the first more on the high end sort of figures I've ever really collected. They're definitely more expensive than a $20 black series figure, you know, depending on the rarity, like the, the Vader that I got, I bought it offline like a couple of like three or four weeks before Christmas. I found it for 70 bucks, which, okay, 70 bucks for an action figure. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of money. It is. But that same Vader was selling at Pensacon for 150 bucks. Yeah. So like that's how I justify it. I'm like, look, I didn't spend. Look, Jesse, I didn't spend 150 dollars on that. Like I could have. I got a steal. That's I'm I'm bargain frugal. shopping. I'm frugal. And she's just like, whatever. Like I, I guess she's just given up on the expecting to have a fucking a husband or a fiance that's not going to spend money on toys. She's like, I, I, I picked a man child. Why do I love a man child? I can't, if I could change anything. I don't think the, uh, I don't think the collecting star Wars stuff makes you a child. I don't either, but I, I think it's funny to say that. Well, I don't know. Like the fact that I collect toys at, you know, 33, Wait, am I 33? I'm about to be 33. You, you just, you coming at this all wrong. You're just, they're fun. They're cool. Oh, yeah. It's not fun. like I sit at, it's not like I sit and look at my collection, sit on the couch and look at my collection and be like, I am a fucking child. You're living with a woman. It's not some 40 year old virgin. I just shit. imagine, like, you know, my poor, attractive fiance is like, this, this is what I ended up with. He's, he's, I, if I have to hear about the paint job on a Samurai Boba Fett you know for what? one more minute, I'm going to snap somebody's neck. Say all you will, but I think you guys are well suited. She has a nice little... Uh, 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 okay, so she has the pops nice, that the she's getting into? pop collection yeah, going over she, there. She's just gotten into that. By though. the way, she has a pimp little Bob's Burger set. The whole yeah. family. Every yeah. member of the Bob's Burger set. The family. minute she said she liked those, I was like, I'm getting those for you. You know why? Because like I like to get her stuff. Right. But also... It helps me feel a little better having a collection of my own. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, it does bridge the gap, and it's you know and common plus, ground. Like, it's, it's something I can hunt. Like I can always yeah. like you know what I'm saying. Like we go out hunting for Star Wars figures. I think it's perfect. We can also hunt out some fucking Harry Potter pops or whatever. Well chosen. So, but yeah, that was Pensacon. It was a lot of fun. I met Jason Muse. He was really cool. Snoochy Boochie. Um, unfortunately, all the Star Wars guests. The, the main two that I wanted to meet fucking canceled. Really? Because they were filming. They had to be on set for episode eight. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I was really looking forward to meeting Admiral Akbar and Nia Nub. Nia Nub. Fucking backed out. Maybe they'll be there next year. Um. Well, now that we did a little bit of a Pensacon recap, why don't we get to that email from our buddy Joe? The Joe I'm going to let Will read it. Oh. Hey, Hawes and Will, it's Joe again. I have a simple question. In last week's episode, Hawes threw out the pitch for Buffy the Vampire Slayer Star Wars. This led me to want to a simple question. 
rather than the multi-paragraph emails I've sent you previously. Well, thank you for shortening it. Thank you for shortening it. Send but, them as uh, long as you want, But buddy. send them as long as you like. Don't like, let us stifle your creative flame. Yeah. If you need to write us a book, by all means, write us a book. We'll, we'll be more than happy to read it. Uh, the question is, <clears throat> would you want Joss Whedon to direct either a Star Wars film in the trilogy setting, episodes 10, 11, and 12, or even one of the anthology films? As much as I love Joss Whedon's work, I don't think he'd be a good fit for the Star Wars universe even in a one-off anthology. He has a very unique and distinct tone of, and dialogue pattern, and I don't think it would uh, work in Star Wars. Although, as I think of it, he did turn Nathan Fillion into Han Solo in Firefly. Any thoughts? Keep up the great work, and I'll be spreading the word of your podcast. Uh, Joe, thank you for telling other people uh, yeah, about real, our podcast. Buddy. And hey, also, I mean, you know thank what? you he's, for writing us in He's in a with solid dude. Seems like once a week he'll... Uh, well, you know what? It seems like every time we put out a new episode, he'll re-retweet it and, and promote it. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, yeah, giving some dude props for that. But, hey, we've got a fairly small audience. we got to thank them where we got them, man. Any fan is, try to keep them. Any fan is welcome. And we appreciate all that you do for us. And Yeah, man. So, um, why don't you go first? What do you think about a Joss um, Whedon director? I'll tell you stars? this. I don't necessarily agree with that per se i think a joss i think the star wars universe can benefit from all kind of directors perspective and view i believe that that sandbox is so large galaxies that many directors take and perspective and style can be appreciated within the star wars universe i think that's going to that acceptance would make it so amazing and diverse like like the example i think about is like you know those anime compilations, like the Animatrix, and oh, yeah, where they the Halo like, Legends yeah, one. Yeah, where they got like Batman s- one. six different studios to do like, you know, little fifteen-minute short films. As if you can open your mind and imagine, like, but make that a broader expanse. But directors and movies, mm-hmm. you know, a six set of six different directors, Star Wars movies. I would take that all day, you know, over the course of ten years or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and then Joss Whedon being one of those directors, I would totally be down with. I would like to see a Joss Whedon Star Wars. I, and, and just like Joe, I've got nothing but love for Joss Whedon. Like, you know, I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. It started with Firefly, actually. And right. then I later came across Buffy. And I'm a fucking fool for some Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Angel could just, I've never, I think I watched and it jealous. through once. Like, it just never hit me as much as Buffy. Something about Buffy really struck a chord with me. And you know what's funny about his email is I've been re-watching Buffy lately. What's funny is that you showed me Buffy. Yeah. We yeah. sat and... Uh, Josh showed me Buffy. Then I showed you Buffy. Yeah. And and Josh and I combined uh, got Steve into Buffy, too. And I was like, mm, I don't think Steve's going to dig it. No, Steve dug it. The man watched the Buffy the Vampire mm-hmm. Slayer. Mm-hmm. It's compelling. And they do a killer musical episode. They do. Man, that's a good episode. Here's the here's here's what I'm presenting to you. It all depends on if you can write a dialogue and a group of characters that you can feel about. Like, can you connect to those characters and yeah. do you enjoy watching their interactions? I believe so, Joss Whedon can do that. I think Okay. I don't necessarily think he would be a good fit for a saga movie. That's that's more like what I was saying. I guess I skipped you know that step. Like as a, it, my implication was that I, I I don't necessarily see that he doesn't seem like a epic saga director, but like having his own anthology is what um, I kind of meant. I almost wonder if he would be a, a better fit for a live action Star Wars show, not you know as one of the people involved. Um, and you know some of his shows have done better, and I'll some agree of them have gotten that. canceled. I think um, I think that reigns in what I was thinking. Where you know you, where you have a longer form because he does really good, con- in my opinion, does really d- good character development. Right. You know what I'm saying. I think a perfect example of that is the character of Giles and Buffy, the way 
his character develops. The Ripper. Yeah, that's a, that's a perfect example. Is that you just think he's got like he's like this you know proper English librarian bri- librarian dude, and then as the show goes on, you start finding out all this dark shit in his backstory. Right. So if you gave Josh Whedon that format in Star Wars, and sort of let him take the reins with it, I think that could be pretty strong. I know exactly what jo- uh, what Joe means when he's talking about his dialogue, though, and I think that would be sort of an issue. Because it's hard for me to explain. I'm not a professional writer. I feel you like know what I mean? in the hands like, of Disney, Disney would be able to either hire somebody for the dialogue right. or, you know, get with... get. I w- think that's probably a reason why we won't be seeing a Joss Whedon Star Wars is because, you know, he did Avengers and then they got him to come back for Avengers 2. He's not coming back from Avengers for Avengers 3 and I think it's because he felt maybe a little too reined in you know being part of the whole Disney machine yeah. you know what I'm saying I think that's probably part of the reason they're sort of you know after J.J. Abrams going after younger newer directors is because like you know they'll be a I don't want to say easier to control because that's not the right word. I don't look think they're looking to control anybody. But look, I think, there's you know, there's pressure to do good when right. you're young and you're director and you get a big opportunity right. like that. There's a lot of pressure to be good, and not just that. When like your previous three movies are Brick, The Brothers Bloom, and Looper, you know what I'm saying, and then you get Star Wars Episode Eight. That's pressure. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Uh, that's not to take it away from J.J. Abrams. I think J.J. Abrams probably had the hardest job of any of the three. He uh, set the stage. He had to set the stage, reintroduce this universe 40 years after Talk Return of the pressure. Jedi, a sequel to the trilogy that is most beloved, it seems like. you know. Talk about a, a directing job that lots of directors might turn down because of. He even turned it down initially yeah. because of that very fact. The epicness of it. The task. So, you know, um, I think you got to have someone that's will, gonna be wants to is willing to work within the system. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where um, Marvel movies that do really well and turn out really, really good. I think that's a result of those directors being willing to work within the Marvel system because Marvel wants to have sort of a cohesive tone across at least the movies. You know what I'm saying? And then with like the TV shows. They'll go a little wackier or a little darker. You know what right. I'm saying? And I think that's going to be the same way. Like, you know, they, they're they saying, you know, Rogue One, for example, is going to be a war movie. But I think it's still going to feel Star Wars. It's going to have a tone, the tone of a Star Wars movie. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's going to be as dark as, say, like Saving Private Ryan as far as a war movie goes. I'm sure there's plenty of other war movies that make better examples, but that's just one I hear sort of thrown about with this movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think uh, maybe Joss Whedon's, I won't say inability, but like hesitance to work within a system like that would be sort of... Fair enough. It would have to be the right project for me to think it would be... like. He would have to be given a, a lot young, of freedom. I would have thought a young Han Solo, Joss Whedon movie could have been pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, if you take away the directors that are there now, which I have nothing against, and replace it with Joss Whedon, and keep Lawrence Ra- Kasdan writing the script, I think that would have been a good... Because just like Joe said, I mean, that's exactly who Captain Malcolm Reynolds is. He's Han Solo. He is. He's Joss Whedon's version of Han Solo. Yeah. You know what I mean? He is. Which is, I'm not complaining or saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, just laying out the facts here. Right. Um, And past that, like, so Rogue One, I don't think that would have been a great fit for Joss Whedon. You know, a darker, sort of more war-centric Star Wars movie. You know, that doesn't exactly ring true as far as you know joss whedon goes uh, yeah, in, in my mind although he does a good job with an ensemble cast and that's sort of what they're going for with rogue one you know what would 
would probably be pretty good is a, a Joss Whedon Rebels movie because Rebels is basically Firefly Star Wars. It is. It feels That's like, what I was about to you say. You know what I'm like, saying? It feels a lot like all, that. All we're doing is talking about Joss Whedon and Star Wars, and all I keep thinking about is Rebels. Like You know what I mean? It's pretty much Firefly Star Wars. A crew of a ship that, you know, except they work for a rebellion and they're not smugglers out right. to look for just for themselves or whatever. But I get a Firefly vibe from Rebels. Which once again isn't a bad thing. No, it's a good thing. Yeah, in my opinion. So you're, you know, you're attached to the yeah. crew as a whole. Yeah, that's a good and thing. You know what? Uh, Rebels has been really strong the last, I would say, maybe three weeks, two or three weeks. It's been really good. Nice. Which it needed. It needed to pick up. It's picking up the pace. I'm sure leading up to the season finale, which will be batshit crazy. I'm sure with the Ahsoka and Darth Vader stuff. Yeah. But uh, thanks for writing in, Joe. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. <clears throat> go listen to some Primus. Um, uh, what was I going to say? So you want to do a little news? news? You know, something we did not cover. So we talked about the start of episode eight filming yeah. last week. I did not mention the cast members that they announced, the new cast members. Oh, yeah? There were three new cast members. Laura Dern. Do you know who she is? That sounds familiar. She's the um, female lead from the original Jurassic Park. She's been in a bunch of other stuff. But right. No, I got I, it. I, I know where to go for you. You got it. Um, Benicio Del Toro. Yes. Wow. Which we heard about a long time ago. They finally confirmed. Is he a villain? That's what, back in the day when they were first talking about him negotiating, I guess, for episode eight, it was for some sort of villainous role. So That would I be imagine. neat. Can you imagine a bounty hunter Benicio Del Toro? Yeah, I mean, they, that's the thing. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, Laura Dern, maybe she's Ray's mom. You know, maybe she's Luke's lady. Maybe. Um, but I think it's a little, I mean, it it is definitely a little too early to f- try and figure it out because they could be anyone. I mean, Laura Dern could be a female general in the First Order or the Resistance. She could be, it, it could be as small as Max von Sydow's role in, um, the Force Awakens, Laura Santeca. Mm-hmm. She could be in one scene and just make sort of a, a really have a really good presence in that scene, and then that's it, you know? Right. There's no telling. Now, Benicio Del Toro, the fact that it is Benicio Del Toro makes me think that he's probably going to have at least a somewhat substantial role. Yeah, you would think he would have to. I know our buddy Vader Nick wants him to be Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. I mean, with the rumors that Thrawn is going to be in season three of Rebels, it could be a neat little tie-in. Yeah. Um, We'll see. You know, I don't know. I would be a little hesitant to place my bets on him being Thrawn. Yeah. Just because it's almost too much of a a tie-in to the old expanded universe for the movies. I could see them doing him in Rebels. Right. I just, yeah, I didn't see how much they were going to tie in. Yeah. I mean, it, the thing is, is once they introduce them in Rebels, that's 100% canon. Like, that version of Thrawn is what is canon, regardless of what people want to remember or think about, you know, the Timothy Zahn books. Then that is that is the one that matters, is if if that comes to pass. You right. Know? So we'll see, you know. Because the Clone Wars is... Is canon. Canon, and Rebels, Rebels is canon, canon, as well as... All the movies. All the movies. All the new comics released by Marvel. And all of the books starting with A New Dawn. All the books past that have been considered canon. So, okay. Uh, you, there was actually, um, not this week, but the week before, there was a nice little sort of tie-in episode of Rebels that tied in with that book, Lords of the Sith. Really? Yeah, the main character, Cham Syndulla, yeah. is Hera's dad. He showed up. In Rebels, and he's the main character, one of the main characters in Lords of the Sith. That's crazy. Yeah, I like when they do little stuff like that. Cham was actually introduced originally in a Clone Wars episode. And then he was in that book, and then he's shown back up. It's pretty cool. That's amazing how they do that stuff. <sighs> yeah, man. I, it's I'm, fascinating. I'm it keeps all, people interested. Yeah, and, and I think that's a, a direct... Um result of the story group stuff they have going on you know they got that whole star wars story group thing going on and i think when you have like a basically a governing committee that sort of looks over all the story elements and tries to keep them as cohesive as possible i think that's the benefit is that you can do 
stuff like have, you know, Champs and Dula show up again and have it sort of tie into the Lords of the Sith. It didn't have any great tie and he wasn't like, oh, by the way, I fucked with Darth Vader one time. You know, it wasn't that, but, you know, still yeah. cool. If I was some regular dude and Darth Vader, like I had a brush in with Darth Vader, like I would try to forget that. It wouldn't be a story that I think I would tell people. Well, it's it's not just that. Like I might. You there know, was no like, point in a point in the um, show where it, it could have organically come up. Like if they had to try, if they had tried to bring it up, it would almost seemed a little shoehorned in. Right. If he was like, uh, you know, all this crazy shit's going on, and it, it takes a break for him to be like, you know what? We got history. One time. I fucked with Darth Vader. This guy, he's he's got this big black suit on and a red lightsaber. Fucks everything up. Fights bugs. That's what he. There's a, a long fight scene where the where Vader and the Emperor fight like this horde of bugs. That's sad for the bugs. <laughs> yeah, doesn't go well. Speaking of bugs, you know, I told you I'm rewatching Buffy. Every time I rewatch Buffy, I forget how hard that first season is to get through. It's and you know, it's it goes that way with a lot of shows where the first season, you know, in the long run doesn't turn out to be the strongest because they're sort of establishing it and stuff and getting the tone down and then but man, some of my least favorite Buffy episodes are in that fucking season. Yeah. Do you remember the teacher um that's a really a giant praying mantis. Yes. I fucking hate that episode. <laughs> now, partially because it's a dumb episode. Yeah. And partially because I fucking hate praying mantises. Why? I just do, man. Like, I hate bugs. Bugs, insects, arachnids. I'm not a fan. I know that make me, may, 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 may make me sound like a giant wuss or whatever, but... Mantises uh, can be fought, like, against one another. Like, I don't give a fight. fuck. I don't want to watch it. Keep them away from me. Like, uh, <clears throat> not that I'm implying that like you should. On the hairy hierarchy of bugs, I hate yeah. spiders at the top. I hate a fucking spider. Man, I hate a fucking spider. I know you hate spiders. Oh, you've seen it in action, man. I'll <laughs> scream, man. I'll scream if I'm surprised. Oh, by we were riding down the road oh this one time. <laughs> I was driving. Oh, shit. We I'm... were probably driving at like 65, 70 miles an hour down the interstate. It's me, Hawes, Steve Cobra in the car. And Josh, Josh, Joshy Pants was in the car, and uh, you're driving. I'm driving, and all of a sudden, like this little black thing just starts creeping up the roof of the car, like on the interior roof of the car. And Oz looks up, and it's a roach, and he just starts screaming like, ah! No. Ah! like I can't even get that high. Like it was like I was afraid my windows were gonna bust out. Oh like, come on, it wasn't. <gasps> I was pretty fucking free because it was uh, inches from my head before my face. I was just laughing, laughing and driving. Like my whole focus was on staying on the road, (laughs) but I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, yeah. Josh or or, or Steve will bring that up to this day. Man, I was not of all times, man. That reminds me. um, Do you remember? I reached over and killed it. And and it fell on me. It fell on you. And you were like, why would you do that to me? Oh, man. Do you remember? This is another me screaming and sounding like a total pussy. Um, Goose was staying with us one time. Yeah. He was here in this house. I remember. It was real late at night. You had gone to bed and Josh had gone to bed. And Goose was getting ready to go to sleep on my couch or on our couch. I went to the bathroom and stuff and was getting ready for bed. Yeah. And it's dead, dead quiet in the whole house, right? Nothing's going on. I go and uh, I go to come out of the bathroom and Goose is hiding right outside the door wearing this mask, this Halloween mask of mine. And all he is does... Is it the Slipknot mask? Yeah, he just... All he does is reach out and go, Halls. <laughs> and I turn and... Dude, like... <laughs> I fell backwards into the bathroom, like crawling away, screaming at the top of my lungs. It scared me so fucking bad and like after i stopped screaming and realized what was going on goose is laughing his ass off i start laughing my ass off our laughter dies down and from your room and josh josh's room i just hear (laughs) (laughs) laughing yeah laughing at my terror 
There was this one time that <laughs> you and I went to the Phoenix, oh, no. and uh, okay, Brad is, Cobra jumped trilogy. out and oh, got my. you so hard, dude. You squealed, and Brad fell on the floor. He was laughing so hard. He was hiding behind a car he in the park, parking lot. We had gone over for poker or something, yeah. and we're coming out through the parking lot, and all of a sudden, someone just jumps out from behind a car and goes, Roar! <laughs> I screamed. Dude. Middle of downtown Birmingham. <laughs> yeah! It was good. It was classic. Oh man, I, oh, and he was like, uh, "Don't worry, I won't tell anybody." And I was like, "No, man, that's you got to tell people." That's a good one. That's a good. It's one. a good story. <laughs> I can't take it, take that away from you. Yeah, that okay. That's it. That's the trilogy of me screaming like a bitch. Oh no, actually, you know this is fucked up. Jesse gets a kick out of how easy it is to startle me. So I would say once, maybe once a month. When she knows my guards down, say like I'm getting a shower, like she'll come in and just slightly move the shower <laughs> curtain and put her face in between the shower, like in the the shower with me, and be like, "Hey," and no, oh, yeah, she just laughs and laughs, thinks it's so funny. It is She's, funny. Somebody's gonna give me a fucking heart attack one day, and then how funny is it gonna be? It won't be funny that day. That day, it will not be funny. <laughs> not at all. I'm gonna haunt. Whoever's ass it is that kills me with a fucking scare. I'm going to haunt you. I'm telling you right now, Will, if you scare me so bad, give me a a heart attack. It won't be me. I will haunt your ass. (laughs) Haunt you, son. You just be trying to play some Xbox and I'll use my ghost finger to just boop, boop. Just turn turn that bitch off. (laughs) That'd be mean. Be like, oh, yeah? Well, I'm dead, motherfucker. You killed me. (laughs) That's awful. This is this is like a Stephen King movie. Like we recorded it and watched. You just gave him his next idea. Yes, crippled ghost. <laughs> That's not coming, funny. Coming. That's not funny. That's not funny at all. Coming this fall no. from horror maestro, right? Author of The Shining, It, Pet Cemetery, and Gerard's Game <laughs> comes crippled ghost. He could tell that the ghost had been in his house because there were track marks in his carpet. (laughs) He recognized the tire pattern from his old friend (laughs) who he had killed, given a heart attack by scaring him. No, no, no. Ooh, crippled ghost. It's <laughs> not funny. Ooh. I don't know why you're doing that. It's not funny. Well, you sure seem to be laughing. It's not, I'm not I laughing. You, I bet you people li- listening right now are laughing. Nobody that thinks that's funny. Oh, really? Nobody guys, that's funny. Guys, do me a favor. If you don't think it's funny, that's fine. I totally understand. <laughs> if you think it's funny, at Blue Harvest Pod <laughs> and at Will Witten 3 to let me know. Crippled all ghost. You gotta, all you got to do, not funny. Funny, not funny. Come like, on, cr- funny. I'm going to get a bunch of at Will Witten 3, not funny. Anybody out there got like Photoshop skills? I want somebody to Photoshop me a Stephen King book cover. Crippled ghost. No. no. <laughs> That's awful. This is going to be the time. This is going to be like the time we got all those ass pictures when we told somebody. If he, <laughs> the nutsack tattoos? I forgot all about the Dude, nutsack Dude, you don't remember tattoos. the nutsack tattoos? Man, I forget. Man. Holy shit, I totally forgot about the nutsack tattoos. You are going to get a whirlwind of <laughs> crippled ghost pictures. <laughs> crippled ghost! That's not funny. It's That's not, not funny. That could be like a Scooby-Doo episode. Or a Buffy episode, for that matter. Come on, Joss Whedon. Reboot Buffy or do a season uh, eight and let me write an episode. <laughs> no. Crippled ghost! Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Denied. So, uh... We finally got a little word on the first Battlefront DLC this week. Yeah. Who's going to be in there? Uh, well, this is the I, I think this is the one that's going to add some more maps on Sullust and maybe a Jabba's Palace map, if I'm not mistaken. That would be awesome. On Tatooine. Um, but the two, the hero and the villain character, Greedo and Nian Nub. My boy Nian Nub. Nian Nub. Nian Nub. Nub Nub. Yeah, that's what a lot of people don't realize is that Ewok song at the, the in the original Return of the Jedi. That's all just them praising the awesomeness of Nia Nub. Yeah, because Nia Nub is now a part of the tribe. Everyone is. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone's part of the tribe, but not everybody gets a ball and song song about them. Yeah. <coughs> I um, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, look, I like Nia Nub. He's in- like my he's my 
weird Star Wars alien that's like my favorite. Like, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, like the Hammerhead or Thorian, whatever you want to say. I will use a direct quote here from a Mr. Johnny Grasso. Uh, lazy. Because you already have a Solston and you already have a Rodian. And yeah. how easy is it to change the costume and make a Nia Nub and a uh, Greedo? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that sentiment. But they will probably have some cool powers that I can get down on. Hopefully. That's what's and if wondering. they don't if they just have a mix match of the powers that already exist in the other heroes, I'll be a little disappointed cuz all the other heroes powers are a little different. I'm already a little disappointed that they're not doing the Force Awakens stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I we might get, get Rogue it. One. I get it as far as continuity. But you're it. still heroesing versus villainsing, death matching. Yeah, how that's, how con? I don't know. To me, like you don't have to worry about continuity because there's no story mode. If you're just a, if you're solely a multiplayer game, right? Then who? It doesn't. It's not supposed to fit in or, canon, or only in mission mode. Or let me fight Kylo, or fight. Uh, you know, use Han Solo or Princess Leia or, or Nia Nub to fight Kylo Ren and Captain Phasma. Or you know what I'm saying? Right. I think it's a, a mistake, especially with the fact that uh, fucking The Force Awakens is in everybody's brain right now. I well, think it's a, a misstep. They've put one Force Awakens character in there. Nia Nub. Okay, technically. Technically. I, I mean, got... you could say that about Luke, Leia, and Han, too, but you know what I mean. That's Give true. me the new shit. Give me <laughs> Ray and Finn and Poe Dameron and, um, you know... Fucking Kylo Ren, Captain Phasma, and Uncar Plot. I don't know. That would be stupid. Um, Finn would have been a good one. Because it would have made sense for Finn to handle like a stormtrooper <laughs> mm-hmm. or a rebel soldier. Poe would handle like a rebel soldier. Like it, I mean, you know, it makes sense. It's easy. It's easily adaptable to me. Kylo Ren would handle like a villain. Yeah, I mean, I mean once again, it, it makes... I just don't see why you wouldn't want to promote. I mean, I guess Force Awakens really doesn't need. Do you think any there's actual... a legal issue there? Like a, I don't know if it's a legal issue as much as at a Lucasfilm. Maybe Lucasfilm was like, no, not yet. You know, maybe they're not playing those cards yet. They yeah, got, you they know, gotta... maybe they want to wait. Um, you know, maybe Battlefront is just supposed to be uh, original trilogy. Maybe Battlefront Two will be all sequel trilogy. You know what I mean? I wonder if they've learned something or are in the process of learning things in this game and plan on making not the next Battlefront or Battlefront. Well, has Battlefront 2 already been announced? Uh, Not formally. They've said that the brand will continue, which means there will be a sequel. If I had a guess, we'll get it pretty much exactly two years on from Battlefront 1. You know what I'm saying? I think Battlefront 2 will be next year, probably closer to Episode 8 coming out. Kind of like Battlefront was with Episode Seven. That's just my guess. Um, I could be wrong. You know, it may be on like a three-year cycle. EA is going to stick with the Battlefront. Yeah, for sure. Name. I mean that namesake. this one's done well. It's got you know brand recognition. The older games were popular. This one's doing you know it's doing really well. Um, you know they probably wish it was a little a little higher reviewed. It didn't do terribly in reviews. You know, but I feel like it took me some time to really enjoy all of the game. The fighter oh, yeah. squadron, the different multiplayer types, <clears throat> yeah. the mission mode, the tutorial was even cool. There's a lot of it that I feel like if you don't if you play a couple games or, you know, you play for an hour or two, like, no, it's not gonna be that great. Like Yeah. If you put your time into it it can be a lot of fun. I dig it. I still love it. I can't wait. Uh, you know, this week they added indoor Leia as an uh, uh, alternate costume for Leia for a, actually. As a free I, DLC. I've been playing, and I on when you play on Hoth, they've got Hoth Luke and Hoth yes. Han. That's really cool. Yeah, same with Endor. Yeah, so that's cool. You know, I dig that. That's cool. Um, it's just it could done it could have done with a little more content. Content. I still wish there had been a campaign. I know. As far as these, like, uh, you know, competitive multiplayer shooters, we're going to start seeing less and less campaign. Um, even though it hasn't gone over super well, Titanfall was successful, but it also faded out 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Which is thing. really sad because the concept and the flow of mm-hmm. battle in Titanfall it was real strong. Felt fairly balanced. Like, oh, I loved Titanfall. For, I know, enjoyed as far it as while I played it. Regular people versus mechs, like, and yeah. you know, being in a mech, it felt fairly balanced. And I, th- I believe Titanfall Two is this year. So, and I'm pretty sure they've confirmed that it's got a campaign. I, I think that's just <laughs> the dangerous nature of being a launch title. Well, it wasn't even really a launch title. I I Mm-mm. thought Titanfall was a launch. Title. No, no, it came out. I, I guess a few months after the Xbox hmm. One launch. Well, it shipped with Titanfall a whole bunch when it when it. Came oh yeah, out. I mean you got a Titanfall bundle, didn't you? I think so. I know Steve did. I'm pretty sure he got a Titanfall bundle. I might have. I mean that was you know their first big like uh, you know exclusive game that they you know were like well we could bundle this with systems and sell right. some more systems. They're doing that a lot now lately. You know, anytime they put out a new exclusive or a new big game, Forza, Forza bundle, fucking a Madden bundle, even though that's not exclusive, <clears throat> they're trying to move some systems on the Xbox One for sure. And bundles seem to be how they're wanting to do it. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing whatever we get this year as far as a Star Wars game. I hope there's another one this year. I have a feeling there will be. With EA having the license for 10 years, I kind of feel like they'll probably do a game a year. So um, if the rumors are correct and this is more of a single-player story-based experience, I'm down for that. I am too. I like a good mix. Like I love playing a good multiplayer game, especially one that lets me get on and dick around with my buddies. Uh, but I also really want... like I like a good story-based Star Wars game A good Wars story game and squadron-based game could be awesome. Yeah, or even... You know, like there's sort of saying like an almost uncharted, dead space, third person action adventure game. That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. Um, maybe some light RPG elements. We don't really know. The only thing that makes me wonder if we're going to get um, that new game this year is the fact that it hasn't been announced yet. Um, maybe they're saving that for E3. But if, if E3 is in June and it's going to come out before December... Like, I almost kind of feel like they'd want to hype it up for longer than just six months. But what do I know? I'm not in game development or promotion. Right. Um, so, uh, here's a little exciting news. It looks like, and this hasn't been confirmed, it's been leaked, but not confirmed yet. Well, probably, if this is true, it's going to be confirmed any day now. It looks like the digital edition of The Force Awakens will be available on March 15th. That'll be awesome. That's not that long from now. No, it's right around the corner. Two weeks, three weeks. Right after the Division drops. Yep, it's a week, exactly a week after the Division drops. And then um, it looks like it'll be out on Blu-ray April 15th. Or no, April 5th or 4th, something like that. Um, I'm probably going to get both. Just because it's going to bother me with it being out March 15th, I'm going to be like, I want to watch Star Wars. I want to watch Star Wars at my house. I don't want to wait another month. And then I'm going to be like, well, I got to get it on Blu-ray. You're going to watch Star Wars at the courthouse when you're working. Fuck yeah, I am. Fuck yeah, I am. You know I will. I know you will. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It looks, you know, we're we're starting to get a little information about what may or may not be included. It looks like maybe six or seven deleted scenes, good bit of behind-the-scenes material. Like, I'm looking forward to all of that. All of that. So, um. Uh, like I said, in the next day or two, there should be some confirmation on that. Because that's, with it coming out that close, that's another one of those things. Like, I want it to be true, and I'm, it seems like it is true. But damn, they're are they stealth releasing it? You know what I mean? That's awfully soon coming up for them not to be promoting it out the ass already. Hey, the movie's coming out. You can watch it at home in two weeks. Get excited. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know how that stuff works. I just... I don't know. Because what, I mean, what's that? That's only March 15th. That's three months after the movie came out in theaters. I'm pretty sure we'll still be able to find somewhere to go here in Birmingham and see it in a theater on March 15th. Really? If we really looked, the Edge is probably still playing it. If not the Edge, the Dollar Theater for sure has got it. Wow. You know? Yeah. So, we'll see. I'm hoping it's true. Because I'm ready to be able to watch it at home. Yeah. I'm going to do the seven movie marathon one day oh, on my day wow. off. I'm going to wait till Jesse's like working a double because I don't want to put her through that. She'll watch Star Wars with me, but she doesn't want to watch fucking 
15, 16 hours straight of Star Wars. I want to be watch, a lot. I want to watch 15, 16 hours straight of Star Wars. I'll be impressed. I mean, I'd like to be here all day when you do. I played Final Fantasy 13 for 13 hours straight. Do you remember that? I do. Oh, I do remember Lord. that. <laughs> you drank like a whole case of monsters. For I that, did I four monsters and two five-hour energies. What? Over the course of 13. A terrible, terrible idea. That's a idea. terrible idea. I was so excited. That game took so long to come out. When it finally did, I took the next day off. And just as a joke one night, I was like, I should play, since it's Final Fantasy 13, I should play Final Fantasy 13 for 13 hours straight. Like if I start playing a little after midnight, you know, that'll put me going to bed at like one in the afternoon the next day. And you're like, I don't know, man. You can try. You, I came home. You hung out with me and watched me play a little bit. And then you had to go to bed because you had to go to work the next morning. Yep. And the next morning when you woke up, I just remember I was like bouncing off the walls. You caffeinated. Were. I you was were. cracked out. You were cracked out, dude. I was a little worried about you. I was like, God, bless him. about America. to have a heart attack. <laughs> you, he's he's going to stroke he's, out while I'm at he's work. Gonna, he's going to haunt the creators of uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Crippled ghost. Oh. <laughs> oh. You really don't like this crippled ghost thing. I don't. Thing. I know? mean, props for a way to bring it back around, <laughs> yeah. but it's still not funny. Like, you don't think crippled ghost is funny? I don't. I don't. I mean, I, oh, ca- I can only tell you what I know, and I don't think it's funny. I want to pass it. I want to uh, like. Um, I want to pitch that to a TV network as like a TV show, sitcom. I think after we, the Big Gate Bang Theory, crippled ghost. That would never make it on ABC. You know what, you like, know what the. Uh, the theme song for that show would be, you know, that, um, okay, there's two options and it's from the same band, right? It's the Foo Fighters. Could either be that song, The Wheels Come Down, you know what I'm talking Ugh. about? And the wheels come down. Yeah. Or would it be funnier if the theme song was, learning to walk again. I think Slow Ride would be better. Slow Ride. <laughs> no, no. For crippled ghosts, you need something to do, like maybe big wheels keep on turning. No. Out, keep on burning. No, 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 no. I think that'd be it's... a good one, too. <coughs> Anything with wheels. No. Wheels are walking. No. Walk this way. That'd be a good one. <laughs> we've, we've strayed too far from too the Too far? Crippled ghost. You know who would hate crippled ghost? Jesse, yes, she would she hate, hate it. it. That's I'm uh, hating it for her. The right fact now. that she's at work right now is the only reason I've been able to. That's take... the only reason you're getting away with this right Cause, now. Because, because by now, like the fifth time I did Crippled Ghost, she would have like... come over here and stopped the recording and <laughs> slapped you in the face. She'd been like, times. "I ain't having that shit." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what she would have been like. What's be, what's going to be funny is like you know. She, like, if she misses us recording, like, if she's not here while we're recording, sometimes she'll go back and listen. And, uh, but uh, usually it's like two or three weeks behind. Like, two or three weeks from now, she, I'm going to get a text or a call while I'm at work, and she's going to be like, Crippled Ghost isn't funny. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to it. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Crippled Ghost is it's not, not funny. Because it's not. I'm going to get that on my Twitter. I'm going to be like, not funny. No. Messy hair. At messy hair. Not funny. Um, so what else? What else we got going as far as Star Wars news is? Um, you know what I'm wondering? This isn't so much news. It's just a question like, when the fuck are we going to get like a Rogue One trailer or something? I hope sometime soon. Right? I'm jazzed about it. I'm jazzed about it too. I just figured like, by now... We would have gotten some sort of some more promotion. Like I understand, they're probably not wanting to take away from Episode Seven. They're probably also wanting to try to avoid. Because I t- I was talking to my dad the other day, and like my dad likes Star Wars. Like he's a smart dude. Um, this doesn't. And what I'm saying does not mean my dad's not smart. I'm just saying I had. It took me a second to explain to him that the Star Wars movie coming out this December is not Episode Eight. That it's a movie that takes place in between episode three and four. I don't think he would have a hard time understanding that. No, but... It'd be very obvious in the first probably 20 minutes of the movie. There's going to be people... I guarantee you, there's going to be just regular Joes. People that don't talk about Star Wars every day with their friends. And and with people that don't want to talk about Star Wars. Um, 
that are going to go in there and be like, where the fuck is that girl with the lightsaber? Like, she brought that dude with the beard Only the lightsaber. Only if they're dragged there on a date. Nobody going to yeah. that movie will not know that it's not Star Wars Episode Eight. Well, you know, hopefully it'll be because of promotion. Like, they're going to have to figure out a cre- you know, a way to promote In this my and- opinion, the story <laughs> will stand alone. Like, it's, it's going to be its own oh, well, movie. It, yeah, it'll, I mean. And it'll be sold in a trailer as the awesome epic story that it is. Right. Right. I mean, it's just... What we're like I said, I mean, in a galaxy <laughs> where war knows no end, one rogue, get it, one rogue, rogue one coming this December <laughs> to a theater near you. Do you want to see the trailer for Star Wars Rogue One, a Star Wars story anthology movie? Buy your tickets now to. Crippled ghost. No, no, not funny. <laughs> Hashtag not funny. This man, you know what? I may be putting all my fucking eggs in a basket for crippled ghost, and it's where we fucking. <laughs> this is where this we is, jump the shark. Yeah, just downloads go down to like five, five for this episode. This is gonna pop up on some Facebook page about <laughs> fucking unfairness. <laughs> yeah, some page about unfairness <laughs> and bad things. things mothers against, against drunk driving mothers against people that say crippled <laughs> things ghost crippled ghost <laughs> oh yeah that would be that would be fucking awesome if some oh i don't need to give anybody this idea if, if a facebook group mothers against crippled <laughs> ghost <laughs> uh, that was funny <laughs> everything else not funny. Okay, so I had to do. I had to do. You a got one. <laughs> I got one. Everybody gets one. I think you're being a stick in the mud. <laughs> I you don't want to let me have it. No, I am being me. I'm just telling you. Oh yeah. I'm telling you what I know and what I feel. You can't ride a bike. <laughs> you can't ride a bike. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> that story does not bear repeating. Um. Oh man. So I think that'll about do it for this week, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, well, thanks for coming and recording, even if you didn't like my joke. Uh, you got one funny. I got one. It took some workshopping. Yeah, I had to work it around There's a little a bit. There's a lot of you set it up with a lot of awkwardness <laughs> and like not funny. Awkward. Oh shit! I hope that's not. People are like, oh, that's not funny. <laughs> it's awkward. It made me just feel awkward. Watch my Twitter blow up. Hashtag not funny. Oh, you think so? Oh, I'm just saying. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. see. I bet you at least. I bet you Vader, Nick, and Johnny think it's funny. I bet you'll change your tone now and then when Johnny's like, "Okay, yeah, that was." I'm actually funny. interested to see. Like, they're, no, that it's going to be me. It's always me that's mistaken about what people. I think people are going to think is funny. So guaranteed, I'll probably get a couple of mean tweets like, "That's not funny." Making fun of people in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, well, I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> well, it's, it's still not funny. <laughs> I'm not encouraging that response, but I do believe that's what you're going to get. You <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe we should I re-record do. this whole I episode. Do. Fuck. No, fuck it, Come man. on, guys. Everyone knows we're good-spirited. Like, oh, Come on, man. And don't you're leave. just, you're just trying listening. to use self-deprecating humor. Yeah, look it up. Make it funny because, you know. Oh man! It takes the steam out man, of it. You took my steam out of thinking. No, I was, I was just thinking. Damn, it is funny. Damn, that's going to be a funny episode. I man, mean, like, it's yeah. funny. Oh, nice I just it hits like <laughs> now you're back pedaling. I'm not backpedaling. No. Like it's fun. The uh, the way the way you and I are about it is funny. The fact that I don't think it's funny and you think it's hilarious <laughs> is funny. Like, well, uh, look, uh, you, I'm just calling it now. Nobody's ever going to hear this episode. We're about to re-record. No, yep, we no, pause. <laughs> no, I'm, no. Just I'm just kidding. We have to play this one. <laughs> so uh, before we, we go, we have to be us. Fair enough. Well, I'm going to go be me. I'm going to be me. Go watch some Buffy and do some work. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe work on a spec script. Maybe it's a uh, a spike episode. You don't want to know what my spec script is going to be about? What's your spec script? Do you know what spec script is? Is that is it we doing the erotic friend fiction? No, it's not. A, uh, no. It's going to be the it's friend fiction. A spec fiction. script is like a script you, you make a, to like shop around before you finalize it. 
it like is going to gonna be it's going to be the Star Wars fiction, yeah, isn't it? You know it? what it's going to be? What is it going to be? Crippled oh. ghost. That's see, not How did funny. you fucking fall for it? No, I did. did I fell for a hook line. I thought we were done. I thought we were done with crippled ghost. But here we are, right at the end. It all to put comes a big, back around. Fat cripple go boast on the episode. Crippled ghost. All right. Well, before we go, I'd like to thank uh, Stone Cobra for our theme song. If you like our theme song. If you like us, you should go check out Stoned Cobra at www.stonedcobra.com where you can get their album High and Mighty for five dollars. Five bucks. Oh, did you hear? You know, they're they're going to record, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to be doing it soon. So we'll be pimping a new album before too long. So I'm excited about that. Did you hear what? It's going to be great. Yes, it is. Did, 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 they have a really good fucking uh album title this time too. what is it you ready no i'm Crip not ready no. Ghost. no no too far <laughs> too far dumas well for blue harvest a star wars podcast i'm your host Hans burkhart and i'm your host will win may the force be with you may the force be with all of you may the force be with us no 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 i said no